Transfer portal season is heating up, and the Miami Hurricanes are aggressively pursuing an offensive line target. You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, contributor to allhurricanes.com. Thank you for making Locked on Canes your first listen today, available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The transfer portal target the Miami Hurricanes are most aggressively pursuing is Alabama offensive guard Javion Cohen. If Miami can land this player, it would be sensational. There are flashier targets available in the portal, and Miami will try and land some of those as well, right? Because if Miami ends up landing, you know, a nice wide receiver, a nice running back, that's going to maybe grab bigger headlines because those are sexier positions. But I'm telling you guys, one of the best players available, period, in the portal right now at a big position of need is Alabama guard Javion Cohen. This is the type of player who's been playing a lot on a really good offensive line and hasn't been facing a whole lot of competition, you know, despite how deep Alabama's O-line has been. These aren't the types of players that usually come available in the portal. Usually you're looking at guys who are dissatisfied with their opportunities and their playing time. That's not been the case with Javion Cohen. Cohen, six foot four, 305 pounds. You'd love to get the 305 pounder in the 305, right? Uh, he's been excellent the past three years with Bama. He's six, I already mentioned his dimension, 6'4, 305. He has started 25 of the past 27 games that he's had the opportunity to play in. Okay. Uh, some of his stats per Kane Sport uh, 25 of the last 27 games he started, 11 starts this year. On an offensive line that's only allowed 12 sacks, he starts at left guard, by the way, is his spot. Uh, 14 starts last year in 2021, and the year prior to that, he was on the SEC All-Freshman team in 2020. So he participated at Bama in 31 games while being on the field for a big number, 1,624 offensive snaps, and his grades are very good as well. Excellent overall grade per pro football focus, 72 and a half this past season. Very good uh, pass blocking grade, 80.5. Run blocking grade, not as good, but still pretty good at a 68.9. Okay, so this would be a player that could add a huge boost to Miami's offensive line. So where is Miami in their pursuit? I mentioned Miami's being aggressive with this. Today's Wednesday. Alex Mirabal, Miami's offensive line coach is expected to be in Alabama today per Kane Sport to visit Javion Cohen. So Miami is going to pull out all the stops to bring this player to Coral Gables. And we know uh, when it comes to recruiting and building offensive lines, Mario Cristobal and Alex Mirabal have an excellent track record because Oregon's offensive line, in case you haven't noticed, this year and the past several years, been absolutely loaded with frontline NFL caliber talent. So they're not only recruiting guys, they're developing guys 
at the offensive line, okay? And Javion Cohen, he's already developed. Like, he doesn't need a whole lot of development, maybe a little bit of tweaking. I would love to have him at the U. And one of the most common questions that I see thrown out there, I don't have an answer for it, really. Uh, maybe somebody does. Uh, why is he in the transfer portal? Because, again, he's been very productive on one of the better teams in the country, uh, I can only speculate. Um, I, I think in the case of Cohen, he might be looking for a change of scenery. Um, you know, he and I'm I'm proud of this guy because he's been very upfront and open about this, and he's trying to use his experiences to help others. You know, he did have some uh, some mental health struggles last year. Um, he did spend the month of June in a uh, wellness rehab facility in Massachusetts, but. Um, you know, he it didn't affect uh, anything he did at Bama. He was back in time for training camp and he was back in time to start the uh, the Utah State game to open the season. A lot of us have struggled and a lot of you out there have struggled with mental health issues. And a lot of people who struggle with it don't admit it and don't seek help. This young man did. Uh, and he wrote a, a nice Instagram post about it. The pressure we feel as athletes is insurmountable and can be too much at times, he said. Um, I don't want to focus on the bad, though. I want to shed light on the good that has come of this. It's okay to not be okay, but it is not okay to say you're not okay. Or it's not okay to not say you're not okay. There's a lot, of, a lot of double negatives in that statement. But again, he seems to have come out on the other side of that. So I, I can only kind of wonder if, if he's had, you know, mental health challenges before, if maybe a change of scenery is something that he's looking for. But he seems like an upstanding individual who is clearly very, very talented on the field at a big-time position of need for the U. So hopefully something good, real good, comes out of that Alex Mirabal visit in Alabama today as he is trying to recruit transfer portal offensive guard Javion Cohen, who would be a welcomed addition, a welcomed addition to this Miami Hurricanes offensive line, Okay. Um, there has been outgoing activity in the transfer portal since we last spoke. Okay. The last episode that we did was late afternoon on Tuesday about the rooster, Jalen Knight and hitting the portal. Well, since that time, wide receiver Romello Brinson has hit the transfer portal. Not a big surprise there because Brinson didn't get on the field much at all at the U this season. So this is one of those things. If players feel like maybe the coaches don't trust them or they're not getting opportunities, they're going to hit the portal trying to find an opportunity somewhere else. Not that surprising with Brinson. I was a little bit more surprised that defensive tackle Jordan Miller, who I like a lot, really strong, uh, nice young guy. He is hitting the portal. Uh, so we wish Brinson well. We wish Jordan Miller well. Now, as a result of Jordan Miller hitting the portal, though, because remember, Daryl Jackson has already hit the portal. Uh, he, he, he's leaving Jackson because he wants to be closer to his sick mother, uh, which I, I can respect it. So within the last couple of days, you've lost two defensive tackles. There's not a whole lot left there. <laughs> Do we have anybody who can play defensive tackle at the U now? From my count... The only returning defensive tackles from 2022 to 2023, assuming nobody else hits the portal, right? Leonard Taylor expected back. Jared Harrison Hunt expected back. Jake Lichtenstein is going to be back for his seventh year. Most of that was at USC, but he's a seven. He's Van Wilder Lichtenstein. Like he's he's living. He's on that Van Wilder plane. Seven years in college for this dude. He's going to be back. And Ahmad Moten. So you're bringing back only four bodies 
you know, really outside of the top two, uh, Taylor and, and Harrison Hunt, you're not getting a, a whole lot of experience there. Rose, uh, I, I might have to start eating more uh, more junk food and try to beef up a little bit. I might have to go out there and try out for defensive tackle. The Hurricanes need a lot of help at that position. Now, we do have Joshua Horton on his way in, true freshman uh, verbal commit to play D-tackle. Um, so he may end up getting more playing time as a true freshman than he might have expected. But we need a lot more at that position, guys. So, I mean, be on the lookout. I mean, it's it's unfortunate that... There don't seem to be a whole lot of like frontline D tackles in the portal. So we need to be on the watch out for this. Like, I, I wonder if like Miami's got to be like calling up uh, David Hicks, the, uh, the the Texas A&M commitment, because like nobody seems to want to play at Texas A&M right now. Blow this dude's phone up. He's a five star. <laughs> Try and get him to to flip to Miami. We need help there badly. Uh, so we're going to talk about some other available transfer portal players and recruits that Miami is after uh, some interesting updates on the recruitment of Ruben Bain a very interesting update on the recruitment of Antoine Jackson who is a Miami verbal commit at safety and have we found the secret to how we might be able to get Damari Brown to choose Miami over the Alabama Crimson Tide we are going to talk about all of that right after we talk about the great people at LinkedIn Jobs. I can't speak highly enough about LinkedIn Jobs because I have received opportunities through LinkedIn Jobs before. And if you're a small business owner, you can find the right people. These days, every new potential hire feels like a high-stakes wager. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You add your job and the purple hiring hashtag frame to your LinkedIn profile. Spread the word that you're hiring. Then simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and then ultimately hire. Small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making locked on canes. Your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So the hurricanes have made an offer to a Texas A&M uh, edge rusher. I mentioned uh, Texas A&M. They have like, I think almost 20 guys in the portal at this point, somewhere between 16 and 20. It's hard to kind of keep count officially. Uh, but uh, Gabby Arudia from inside the U did report that the Hurricanes have offered to Mise Adele, if I'm saying that correctly. So, hey, we're talking about the need for big bodies up front on the defensive line. <laughs> Do not stop calling this dude. Six foot four, 290 pounder. He started the first two games for the Aggies. Then he suffered a season ending injury, right? This is a former top 100 recruit from the class of 2021 out of the state of Texas. He already has offers, by the way. So if, if Miami can try to land this player, there's going to be a lot of competition. Now, hopefully he's looking at the state of the Miami defensive line and to is thinking, well, I, I could just stroll right in there and get playing. I'll be a rotational guy. I might even be a starter there. Uh, so he's already got offers from USC, Michigan State, Arkansas, TCU, 
Missouri, SMU, and Cal, and you throw a Miami offer into that as well. Uh, he had uh, 64 snaps against Sam Houston and Appalachian State in the first two games. He generated four pressures while earning a 70.0 defensive grade with a 69.2 run uh, grade and a 77.9 tackling grade. So he's a former Under Armour All-American, so be on the lookout for him. So, guys, I, uh, I, we, we talked a little bit about Reuben Bain. Uh, I just want to bring this up again. So, it's looking like Reuben Bain is going to make Miami his final official visit before announcing his commitment on December 16th. So, this is going to be a busy little over a week coming up with Reuben Bain. December 16th is when he's going to announce his decision. Um, so Bain is going to make a Florida State official visit first. And then the expectation is he's going to visit Miami that last weekend before he announces his decision. So like we always say on this show, this is not a, a golden rule, but it it's a trend, right? When it comes to official visits, you want to be first or you want to be last. You want to be that first impression or you want to be that last impression. And Miami's got the opportunity to be the final impression on Reuben Bain before he picks his school on December 16th. He's choosing ultimately between the Miami Hurricanes and the Florida State Seminoles. Now, for what it's worth, Miami is believed to hold the edge over the Knolls. I You always take that with a grain of salt in recruiting, right? Because remember, Cormani McLean was like 90% to Florida, 10% to Alabama. He chose Miami. Like, you never know how these things are going to go. Um, I, I will say on Bain, you know, um, this is one of those instances where, uh, and you guys can tell me how you feel. Uh, you can tweet us at any time at Locked on Canes. That's our show Twitter handle. If you follow us at Locked on Canes, we will follow you back. I notice Ruben gets a lot of flack from certain Miami fans because they're just so annoyed with the idea that, dude, you come from a Kane family, right? You're a Kane legacy. You're a local Miami guy. If you really love the U, they say, you would have committed months ago, if not years ago, and you would be an ambassador recruiting other players. Like, wh wh why are you clowning us like this, Ruben? What? Why are you waiting till the last possible minute to announce if you really wanted to be a Kane, you would have been a Kane by now? Like, I I've seen people say they don't like him because of how he's kind of, you know, he's gone through this whole process. Folks, I... I can't speak for all of his considerations. Like he's trying to make the best choice for himself and for his family. Um, unless I've walked a mile in his shoes, how do I know what's going through the young man's mind? Okay. I will tell you that all along, all along, Bain has said he's going to take this until December, 2022. So this is his timeline. Do not be upset with the young man because he's going by his timeline and not yours. Like in, a, in an ideal, perfect world for you and for me and for many of us who love the University of Miami, yeah, he would have committed to Miami two years ago and, and been recruiting other players to join him since then. I don't know all the considerations in his life that has led him to wait this long, but I still want this young man at the University of Miami, and I will respect for whatever reason he's taken this long to make up his mind. Now, if he does end up choosing Florida State, which I doubt, but it's not impossible, then I'll say, ah, you know what? Maybe he never wanted to be a Kane. But if he does ultimately choose the University of Miami, I will welcome Mr. Bain with open arms. This is an excellent player, upstanding individual, despite what some of you might think. And 
I think he would make a phenomenal Miami Hurricane. So let's try not to be frustrated because he's going by his timeline and not our timeline, okay? Uh, all right, so there has been the last couple days a lot of noise around Miami Hurricanes verbal commit. Safety four-star out of Dillard, Antoine Action Jackson. So um, now uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of this dude, and I consider him a friend. Uh, so I'm, I'm not here to drag him. So, sometimes things just happen where, you know, reports just don't go over the way you'd like. Uh, Gabby Yerudia from Inside the U, he's really good at what he does. He reported, I think, early yesterday that Deion Sanders, now coach of the Buffaloes, has been in contact with Jackson, trying to flip him from Miami to Colorado. And according to that report, Jackson was listening and it was making him kind of consider opening up his recruitment and maybe we'll push his announcement back to February, take a Colorado visit. Uh, so that that buzz was out there and it got to the point where a lot of people were tweeting me saying like, Dono. We're losing Jackson to Colorado. Coach Prime is coming in, stealing our recruits. Then Action Jackson, Antoine himself, he quote tweeted Gabby's article and he quote tweeted it with one word. He just said false. <laughs> so I can't think of a better source than the player himself. And he's saying false. He's saying that he's not committed to Colorado or not, you know, considering Colorado. I assume that means he's still locked into the University of Miami. And I've also seen some people like online, like some Canes fans claiming that Antoine Jackson has scrubbed his uh, social media of anything Miami. Uh, I don't know, bros. I, I went on his Twitter page and he's got several Miami Hurricanes related tweets and videos on his timeline. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. I think people do this thing sometimes where they have no idea what's on somebody's social media page one day. And then they hear a rumor that that player might be flipping and then they check it the next day. And if they don't see enough Miami stuff, they'll assume he scrubbed it. Oh, he scrubbed his back. I don't know, but I don't think so. Sounds to me like Antoine Jackson is still locked in. All right. Uh, okay. So will this be the key, the secret weapon into bringing Damari Brown four star defensive back from American Heritage to the University of Miami. Something that could be a big factor in his recruitment. We will talk about that next. But let's talk about the amazing services being provided every single day at Bet Online. Guys, they're giving you the tools to win out there. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We are part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So you know who's in the transfer portal? UCF defensive back Devontae Brown. He's another son of Selwyn, and he's the brother of Damari Brown, who the Miami Hurricanes are after. Uh, so he was asked about his interest in Miami was Devontae Brown. He says, first off, 
I'm from down south that way, so I'm not too far from home, he said. I was also potentially talking about playing with my brother, so that's in the air too. He says, I have some former teammates I played with in high school that are at Miami right now too. So I don't know. Just ba based on the context clues there, it sounds to me like he's thinking Damari might commit to Miami and he may want to play in Miami with Damari Brown. So that will be kind of sweet. Now, uh, you know, Dev Devontae Brown, obviously, he's not he's not uh, as as high of a of a prospect as as Damari Brown. Uh, Devontae, though, he's a pretty good player. Uh, he's a little a little bit light. Uh, he's six foot, one hundred sixty pounds. He caught two interceptions in 2022 for UCF, had three total interceptions in three seasons there, has played in all 36 games since arriving at UCF in 2020. So this is an experienced player, uh, 68 solo tackles, 91 total tackles, five and a half TFL, a sack, 21 pass deflections, a forced fumble. So this is not a bad player by any stretch of the imagination. Like he's a pretty good player. So this could end up being a package deal. Like this could end up being a situation where maybe grabbing Devontae Brown in the portal, you know, might improve your chances with Damari Brown and the two brothers can come dominate together at the University of Miami. I, I'd be open to it, right? I, you know, I, I hope it's not like a, a Goran Dragic, Zoran Dragic situation where one guy is clearly pulling the weight and the other guy not so much. But listen, man, if uh, – uh, I think Damari Brown is such a good player that if if locking up his uh, his older brother, who's no slouch himself, helps your chances there, uh, I would be open to it. I absolutely would. Um, let me see what else do we want to get to here. Oh, you know, I'll, I'll end I'll end with this. And thank you so much for watching Locked On Canes and listening to Locked On Canes every single day. Have you seen the renderings for the new proposed University of Miami football facility? Not a stadium. But this is the new football facility that they want to build on campus, which could carry $100 million price tag through the Dr. Evil. $100 million is how much this thing is going to allegedly cost. So they submitted an application to Coral Gables. Hopefully this is one of those formalities where they're like, yeah, go ahead and build it. I don't know. It was first reported by Gables Insider. Uh, they said, quote, the plans still in the early stages with the city of Coral Gables would seek the city's approval for a 162,000 square foot Miami football operations center and a 200,000 square foot parking garage. The proposed football operations center would include offices for all Miami football personnel, player locker rooms, a fitness center, team meetings, an alumni lounge, rehab and treatment facilities, a photo studio. That's big for recruiting media offices, podcast rooms, and a simulator room. Can you get me in that podcast room? <laughs> get me in there. I'll do Locked on Canes from the podcast room there every single day. Uh, and if you've seen uh, the renderings, uh, for I don't know, for those who have spent a lot of time on campus, uh, it, like, just the, it's it might be the same architect, I don't know, but it reminds me a lot of the Lennar Foundation Medical Center that's on campus, just the way the, the, the renderings look. Uh, and the Lennar Medical Center, that's where my doctor is that I go to every year, my general practitioner. Beautiful facility, like first class, top notch facility. And if they're doing something like that and probably even nicer for the football team, then that's going to help you attract some talent and keep your talent happy. Because here's the thing. A lot of people talk about the need for a new football stadium, right? You think about it this way. A stadium you play in it 
six or seven times a year, right? Six or seven Saturdays a year, you're playing in your home stadium. When it comes to the day-to-day facilities where you have your offices, your locker rooms, your cold tubs, your fitness centers, your podcast rooms, you're in those every single day. Like you're in that facility six, seven days a week. All right. You spend a lot of hours there, especially during the season. So that to me, it makes sense that if you want to build expensive new buildings before you even think about building a new stadium, you want to make sure the facilities are space age and top notch. Like the ones where these guys spend every single day, prioritize the facility where you spend every day of the week before you prioritize the facility where you play six, seven times a year. So I like this a lot. All right, my friends, we'll continue to monitor the transfer portal and recruiting throughout the day and throughout the coming days. Uh, make sure you make Locked On Sports Today your second listen after Locked On Canes. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow or maybe even again today. Who knows? On another episode of Locked On Canes, part of the awesome Locked On Podcast Network, your team 